Hey guys, welcome to Wrestling Days and welcome to Wrestling Days Reviews. And we are reviewing this week's NXT. And I've got to tell you, straight out of the gate, I thought this was brilliant. I really, really enjoyed this episode of NXT. And I must admit, it's been a while since I've been able to say that, but we got really, really great action. Um, we got about three uh, fantastic matches, matches that I would quite happily go back and watch again. We got some big moments. We got a few surprises as well. Like this was a joy to watch for two hours. This show just was a joy to watch. Like I really, really enjoyed it. Undoubtedly one of the best NXTs I've seen this year. Uh, one of the best NXTs I've seen in quite a long time. And um, I just cannot wait to see what they do next week. Uh, they really have impressed me this week. Uh, let's get into why, though. Let's talk about why they impressed me. Uh, and let's start with the first match. Now, first thing uh, was that we went straight to the action. There was no entrances. All the competitors were already inside the ring. And uh, it was going to be Katana Chance and Caden Carter taking on Nikita Lyons and Zoe Stark. Now, um, I like these two, the champions, because they're a proper tag team. They've been together a long, long time. They've got some real nice tag team um, like maneuvers where they work together. And it feels like they're a proper tag team rather than just two solo stars that have been chucked together. And a little bit of Zoe and Nikita felt like they were two solo stars that were chucked together. But this was a great match. Crowds were into it. They were on their feet. The action was fast-paced. There was obviously some spots in this match, but those spots never looked too set up. A uh, couple of moments where I was like, mm, probably could have done with that person getting out of the corner rather than just standing there and waiting to be hit. So uh, there was a couple of those little type of moments. But by and large... This was a good match, really helped by the crowd because the crowd were just so into it. They were so passionate. And as I said, you know, they were largely on their feet, certainly as the match uh, was continuing. We got to an interesting part of the match, though, where um, Zoe actually rolled up Katana and thought she'd got the win. Katana then said to the referee, no, 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 I made the tag. As I went against the ropes, I made the tag. I am not the legal person. She has just pinned the wrong person. Um, obviously, there was a lot of mystery and intrigue. What's going to happen now? Uh, we got the announcement that the match was going to restart. So we did actually joke during the watch along. We were joking like, oh, brilliant. That's everything we've just watched has been irrelevant. But um, it was just a joke because in all fairness, everything had built up so well, the crowd, as you can see in the background, are on their feet. And uh, people want to know which way this is going to go. Like, they've managed to hook people uh, into this match. They've managed to get people's attention. No one was, like, just sitting there shrugging as this was playing out. Like, everyone cared. And they did it. I mean, they did a fantastic job. A fantastic job. Uh, the match would continue for a bit. And um, I've seen this finishing move before. Uh, it's like a 450 splash type move by uh, Katana. I think it's like a, I don't know if it's like a backbreaker or some kind, but she uh, she hit it, she landed it, she got the pin, 
And so the champions retained. This this was so much fun. I mean, this set the night up perfectly. Uh, I was really into it. It had some added drama in there as well with, you know, had we just got new champions. So it really set the scene very, very well. So loved, loved, loved this opening. And this took up around about 20, 25 minutes of the show. Uh, then we got a little segment. This segment was... Um, obviously T-Bar. I don't think he's going to be T-Bar anymore. Dominic Dijakovic uh, burning the mask. Uh, he actually said this second coming is not about retribution, which obviously is the group he used to be in. It's about justice, which I think is really interesting that he's angry and he wants justice. I kind of like that. I like the idea of him being out for himself and a bit, I don't want to say unhinged, but just... He's going to take what's his rather than just playing along, you know, playing along and being T-Bar and sitting and catering and watching his career pass him by. He's here to dish out some justice. And if there was justice in the world, then Dominic Dijkovic would be a big name. So I love this. I'm really into this. I think it's really interesting. There's no mystery as to who this is. There doesn't need to be. And uh, I can't wait for him to come back and for us to get going with his second run. Then we got Wesley. A few little criticisms here. I kind of felt like he came out and he was very chit-chatty with the crowd. Um, when Grayson Waller came out, because Grayson Waller would interrupt him, and Grayson Waller started talking, he just had a, a gravitas to his voice. Like, when he talks, you listen, because he's very good at projecting, getting his voice across, getting a message across. And um, I just kind of felt with Wesley, he was a bit chit-chatty and uh, it didn't have like much in the way of impact. I know like he had won the belt and he was like, come on guys, settle down. They were chanting, you deserve it. It's clear that he's got a nice relationship with the crowds, but um, it, this, didn't, this didn't have any impact, didn't have any intensity. Um, he just was coming out and he was just quite chit-chatty, to be honest. And uh, watching live, I was like, it's not really hitting this for me. It's not really doing it for me, this promo. And then Grayson Waller came out and he's just so good on the mic that uh, you could see like it was a different level. So Grayson Waller came out. He said, um, you don't deserve a thing uh, and neither do they, pointing to the crowds. Uh, he would get in. And before we really got anywhere between Grayson and uh, Wesley, we got a massive surprise. And that surprise was R-Truth. R-Truth's music played. He came down. This was an amazing moment because no one expected it. We probably should be expecting main roster stars now each week because we've been getting them each week. But R-Truth uh, coming out was so much fun. And uh, he made his way down. He was dressed as the Joker. He welcomed everyone to Halloween Havoc, uh, which was brilliant because obviously that was the weekend just gone. And um, yeah, he then got into a bit of a back and forth with Grayson Waller. And uh, he was like, oh, I love the British accent. And of course, the joke is that Grayson Waller is from Australia. And uh, the crowd were chanting British accent, ch -ch 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 -ch, British accent. And he went, uh, this is Australian. This is an Australian accent. And then the crowd were chanting, no, it isn't. Ch -ch 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 -ch, no, it isn't. And uh, they were just having so much fun with it. Um, it, this was great. This was really, really great. I really enjoyed it. 
I think everyone in the watch long uh, that was watching live really enjoyed it as well. And uh, there was some real good back and forth, as we said, between R-Truth and Grayson Waller. And the end result of this is that it's going to lead to a match next week. So Grayson Waller said he would love to get his hands on R-Truth this week. I think he did end up swinging for him. He didn't didn't connect. But um, yeah, the match was made for next week. So that was... Uh, the first surprise, if you will. And uh, as we said, we got a few on this show. Next up, we got uh, Shotzi. Shotzi coming out. And as I said, uh, again, on the watch along, uh, we do live watch alongs for Raw, NXT, SmackDown um, <clears throat> over on the main channel. Uh, she came out and this was the smaller tank. So this is like her old tank. Uh, her current tank, her big tank, I'm guessing is in a truck somewhere. Um, doing uh, the rounds. But uh, yeah, this was a smaller one. I don't know if this is one she brought from home. I don't know if this was just still at NXT from when she was there before. I have no idea, but she came out in the smaller tank. Um, and uh, she would be having a match against Lash Legend. Before we got to that match, though, we went to Apollo, who was backstage. He was saying that he can move on now from Grayson Waller. He was obviously victorious in the casket coffin match at Halloween Havoc, and now he's uh, ready to take a step forward for what he's really here for, and that is the NXT Championship. He said Brom Breaker is on the show next week, and he's really looking forward uh, to seeing what he's got to say. So it seems like Apollo wants to step up and challenge Bron. I think that's going to be a very interesting challenge. I really feel like Apollo would really benefit from winning the NXT title. I don't know that he will, but uh, I think it would be a benefit for him to be the champ and to have a good run with the championship. I think that is exactly what he needs right now. So I am actually down for him winning the title. I think Braun is ready to go to the main roster. And even if he's not, I think he could drop the NXT title, have a couple of feuds and, you know, he'll be ready. Um, and I think Apollo really would massively benefit by being champion, having some segments, maybe dressing quite sharp, coming out with the belt. I would love to see an Apollo Crews title reign. I know he's not the most engaging of superstars, but I feel like we can find a way forward with Apollo. He's very talented. He's pretty good on the microphone. His matches are always fine, um, but it's just a case of if we give him the opportunity, will he run with the ball? Will he sink or will he swim? And I want to find out. So I would give him the opportunity, to be honest. Uh, we went back to the match. It wasn't the longest of matches. It was only a few minutes long. Uh, Quincy Elliott was out there as well in Shotzi's corner. And uh, Shotzi got the win. She did like a DDT type move. Hooked the leg of Lash. Dropped into a DDT. And uh, picked up the victory. One, two, three. So, I mean, look, good for Lash to get experience of working with someone like Shotzi, who's on the main roster. Um, but uh, yeah, I think uh, Lash winning would have been a little strange. It, it feels like Lash is a step or two behind in her development. So uh, it feels like she needs more work, basically. So um, if she'd have got a win over Shotzi, it would have been a bit strange. But um, yeah, hopefully she learned some stuff by just being in there with Shotzi. Then we got a promo from the Creed Brothers. Love the Creed Brothers. They're going to be a great team when they go to the main roster. And uh, Julius was just basically saying, like, 
His hands were sore. His hands were like swollen and everything. You might remember that ambulance match at the weekend, the door being slammed repeatedly on his hands. Uh, well, his hands were all like bruised and everything. And um, he said that uh, he's just so pleased he could get the win so that his brother can stay. And uh, Brutus like thanked his brother, said he loved him and said like he wants to get his hands on uh, Damon Kemp now. Damon Kemp uh, said that he would give um, Brutus five minutes in the ring with him if he lost. So Brutus wanted that. We did hear from Damon Kemp. Damon Kemp said he wasn't medically cleared. So uh, that meant that we couldn't get that match this week. But it's coming. We know we're going to get it. We're going to get Brutus taking on Damon Kemp in, I'm guessing it's a five-minute match or something along those lines. Um, and uh, that'll be interesting. That'll be really interesting. I love Creed's. I love Damon Kemp. I think they're amongst the most engaging parts of the show. I, I'm really into this story. But this story took a twist because uh, before they could uh, totally finish this segment, they were attacked. They were attacked by Via uh, and uh, Sanga. So we don't know what this team's going to be called. They were in the Shia in the past, but uh, we don't know what they're called. They're certainly weren't being called that this time. So as we said, we're not too sure of the name yet, but um, love the look of these two as well. I think there's so many great teams in NXT. The tag division is looking really good. I mean, you've got like Pretty Deadly. You've got the Creeds. You've got Indushia. Uh, you've got Schism to a degree. But we know that Grizzled Young Veterans were very, very good. Uh, so, I mean, they're still Grizzled Young Veterans, just under a different gimmick and a different name. So uh, they're obviously still around as well. Briggs and Jensen. Uh, never saw them this week, but uh, they're a pretty decent team. Um, uh, Anofe, of course, and Blade. So there's a, a decent little uh, tag division there that's bubbling away. So really into this. Can't wait to see where this goes. So uh, then we got this. I wasn't really into this. This was chit-chat. So you had Gigi Dolan getting a toxic tan. You had JC in the gym. You had Mandy in a car. And they were just chatting away. Uh, it was like... I felt like this was like a personal conversation they were having uh, that wasn't interesting. And I didn't need it on TV, to be honest. But um, basically, we know that next week is going to be Mandy Rose's one-year title celebration. So uh, we're building towards that. So that'll be interesting next week. Then we got our second uh, tag team championship match. This was uh, the champions pretty deadly defending against Malik Blade and Idris Anofe. I really enjoyed this. If I'm being honest, I didn't think it was better than the first match, the opening match. I thought the women did a better job, but uh, this was still really good. It was still a really entertaining uh, match and one that I would definitely go back and watch again. So I would go back and watch the first uh, women's match. I would watch this and, spoiler, I would go back and watch the main event as well. The main event I thought was fantastic. It might have been the best of the three, but um, yeah, this this was still really, really good. I still really enjoyed this and uh, pretty deadly retain. Then we got a really good promo actually from JD Madonna, who was talking quite slow and calm. He was backstage and they were showing uh, footage of him from the past. Um, you know, one of the reasons why he left NXT UK was because of Elia, 
And so it was building up to our main event that was going to be Ilya Dragunov taking on J.D. McDonough. I think there's a future for him. I really like this promo style for JD. I think if they keep doing this, that would, that would be really good. I think that will work really well for him. Uh, I think he can do promos in ring, but I just thought this hit a little different and um, it was quite intense and it suits his character. And I thought this was a good episode for him because I really like this promo. And as I said, really enjoyed the main event. Then we went backstage and obviously we had Zoe and Nikita. They were both disappointed at losing the opening match. But um, she said uh, that she's got a rematch. They've got a rematch apparently. So uh, I think there's going to be a rematch for these. Don't know if it's next week or not, but um, they are confident they'll get it next time. So I'm totally down for that. I mean, the first match was so good and there was that kind of drama in there as well that uh, it makes me think that... Uh, a rematch is justified in this case. So uh, I'm actually totally no problems with the rematch. I'm totally down for it. Wow. Wow. Here we go then. This is a big, big moment. So I did a separate video already on the other channel, the main channel. Um, yeah, this is big. I thought this was going to be Isla Dawn. That was my prediction. We've been seeing this red hooded person uh, quite a bit. And we didn't know who it was. And I thought it was Isla Dawn. And it's so funny looking back now because this red hooded person was trying to hand out badges. Um, and some of the uh, crowds like said, no, thank you. Now, if they realized who it was, they probably wouldn't have said no. They probably would have took it and would have wanted a picture as well because there's every chance that this woman is going to be a big, big star in the future because uh we got the the reveal um obviously we knew we were going to get a reveal I'll, I'll admit even at this point here i didn't have a clue who this was but right here i was looking i was actually trying to think if this was isla dawn and i was like i don't think it is i don't think it is and i, I couldn't get a read of it and it was ava rain it was ava rain now for those of you that don't know who ava rain is that is the rocks daughter that is the rock's daughter and we've been waiting for her to make her debut she spoke about how schism have given her a home given her family it's, it's so funny isn't it because of course her family is one of the most famous families in the history of wrestling and um it's just kind of interesting that she's not going with the kind of johnson surname They've changed it to Ava Rain, which I think is a great name. I think just from a wrestling name, that is a great name. So Ava Rain, I, I really like the name. I know a lot of people are upset that she's not, you know, Ava Johnson or something like that or Baby Rock. I don't know. But um, I don't think you need that. Like everyone knows or will know this is The Rock's daughter. Okay. All the wrestling fans know. So like that, she's never going to escape that. But I understand she wants to be her own person. And actually, if you look at like the criticisms that Charlotte Flair has had, a lot of people say she only got where she got because of her dad. So, you know, I can understand her wanting to try and take a step. She'll never get that far away from him, but try and take a step away by having her own name, Ava Rain. Um, and this is big. This is the first time we're seeing her. 
this is historic. I think she'll go on to have a great career. Obviously, I've not seen her wrestle yet, but there's no, they are not going to let her fail. There is no way that WWE are going to let her fail because this is money right here. This is big money. This is the female rock. I like I, I know that's a lot of pressure to put on her. And like, you know, she's going to have to be an amazing promo and charismatic and captivating and all of that kind of stuff. And that's going to be hard. But if they can present her correctly, this is the female rock. But this is his daughter. He's like the biggest movie star in the world. I mean, Black Adam just came out. So I feel like this is very, very exciting news. Very exciting news. So, yeah, haven't seen a wrestle yet. Can't wait to see more from her. She did cut a little promo, but it was very short. You couldn't really, you couldn't really judge uh, off the little few like sentences that she spoke. So uh, obviously we're going to have to wait and see next week. But I think people will want to tune in to see what she's going to be like, what she's going to say. I'm I'm really excited about this. This was a big reveal, man. This was a big moment and uh, maybe a historic one, one that we will look back on when she made her first WWE appearance. Uh, this was funny. Then we got this. This was uh, like performance center call. And it was someone calling in. And it was like a robotic computerized voice saying, let go of all your pain, washing away your deepest fears. Listen with your eyes. Just all real dark kind of stuff. Uh, signed off, scripts. So I don't know who scripts is but uh scripts has uh signed off i don't know if someone might get the voice and try and mess around with it i mean it's clearly not bray related um but uh it's still interesting uh these little mystery things they people love them people love them so i know like people might be like oh we've just finished with the red riding hood thing the red hooded person now we're starting a new mystery thing but they work and people love them so uh, I'm down for this, actually. We'll see where this leads. Next match was Indy Hartwell. She came out and got a victory over Sol Ruka. We've seen Sol Ruka before. Uh, she is someone that loves surfing. She seems quite easygoing and don't really know that much about her. We've only seen her like once, maybe twice. She's probably on that NXT level up quite a bit, I would imagine. Um, but yeah, Indy Hartwell getting a uh, victory. But to be honest, the main focus here was not necessarily the match. It was Electra Lopez. So you might remember Electra Lopez was in Legada del Fantasma. Well, she didn't go up with that group. Well, she did. She thought she was, but she didn't. They ended up replacing her with Zelina Vega. And now she is back in NXT. Little disappointing, I would imagine, for her when she thought she was going to the main roster, but this in the long term might be better for her. So uh, anyway, she attacked Indy and uh, she is back. So that was another little surprise. Then we got a Chase U uh, moment. I love Thea Hale. If anyone knows anything about me, I love Thea Hale. I think she is awesome. I think she is so much fun. I think she is so animated I think that um, I, I just I just really look forward to her segments because she's just so bubbly and so out there. Um, she's got a big personality and that is huge in wrestling. And uh, it seems like they are 
trying to re- like lean on that because she gets lots of TV time. You know, there's loads of people in NXT and she gets like, you know, a little segment every week, pretty much. Uh, this time, uh, Duke Hudson sat next to her and she didn't have a pen. So he gave her his pen. Andre Chase had a go at Duke Hudson because he's like, what, you come to my class and you don't even bring a pen. But rather than dropping her in it, he was like, I'm so sorry. I'll bring a pen next time. And she was trying to explain, no, 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 it's my fault. It's my fault. But he was like, you know, it's all right. I'll take the hit on this one. So he's clearly uh, winning her over. I'm into this story. Uh, This is a good little story. I don't know where it's leading, but uh, I'm into it. And uh, anything that's going to involve Thea Hale, I am on board with. So good, 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 good. Then we got uh, Odyssey Jones. People are asking in the watch along about Odyssey Jones. Where is he? Well, he's partying, man. He's got uh, a truck. He's got a truck full of women. That's what he's got. Don't need to worry about Odyssey Jones. He's got a truck full of women. But uh, we saw, obviously, uh, Malik Blades and Idris Anofe. They were sad. And um, Odyssey's like, man, jump in here. We'll go hit the town. So uh, they went off to have uh, great nights. So, uh, yeah, they were uh, they were down about losing their tag title match, but they certainly weren't down for long. Then we got our main event match. This was brilliant. Got about 10 minutes. Uh, there was an overrun. We saw Elia crashing into the commentary table and busting up his ribs. Um, didn't know if the match was going to continue. The medics were talking to him. We came back from a commercial break. Match was continuing. And basically, this uh, submission hold is applied a bit like a crossface hold. And um, he, yeah, I mean, he just proper squeezes on it and there's blood coming out the nose uh, and the mouth and it's all on the face uh, of uh, Dragonov. And uh, it's such a hard hitting encounter. There was loads of great moments in this. Um, this was great. I mean, this was just great. Uh, this was about 10 minutes and it should have been an hour. It was brilliant. Like this, they these two need to be on a pay-per-view. Um, and yeah, just so good. This was the cherry on top in many ways, but, um, basically JD gets the win. Um, uh, Elia just seems pass out. So, uh, yeah, they get the medics. They put, uh, Elia on a stretcher. JD with a smile on his face. He didn't release the hold straight away either. Um, obviously being a bit of a heel, but, um, just brilliant, brilliant. Uh, just all about this show was brilliant. I just really, really enjoyed it. So, yeah, I don't know what I would score it, but I would give it at least an eight for me. At least an eight. And I might even go eight two five. I really, really enjoyed it. With that being said, let's uh, jump over and see what you lot thought of it. I have not seen your scores. Uh, again, we've got a nice number of responses. Let's have a look and see. We've got 9.5. Wow. Jeez, Louise. Jeez. 9.5. The second most is 8.5. And then the third is 8. So to be honest, my 8.25 is kind of nicely between like, you know, the second and the third most responses. But 9.5. Wow. Wow. That's the official score then. Uh, we'll have a look see what people have put in. Wow, someone's done a lot of work there putting in a pumpkin. That's sweet. So uh, we've got a picture of uh, pumpkin. Fair play to whoever did that. Fair play. I wouldn't even know how you do that, to be honest. Fair play. 
uh, Ava Rain, R-Troop. These are the things that people like. Uh, tag matches were enjoyable. It was nice to see NXT grow in tag teams. You can see the chemistry building. Final match, surprise endings to the first match and the Ava Rain reveal. Women's tag title match and the reveal of The Rock's daughter. Uh, Roman's going to be undisputed champion. Great to see R-Truth on NXT. Very weird, says Hayden. Hard to pick, but I'd go main event. JD, Elia match was very good. Completely agree. Uh, JD, uh, main event. Uh, it was one of the best NXTs of the year. JD, Elia, because it was brutal. Ava Rain and the main event, women's tag match. Rock's hot daughter. Uh, I'm sure she'll appreciate that. Dragunov and JD, main event. Rock's daughter, Ava Rain, Red Riding Hood, main event. First match, main event, Katana Chance, JD, Ava Rain, and R-Truth. That's what people were loving. This is what people weren't so uh, keen on. Uh, nothing, to be honest. Um... When would you bring Bray back? Well, uh, to be honest, I don't think this is quite the right place for that conversation. But uh, I, I would take my time with it is my answer. I would take my time with it. Uh, I wouldn't be in any rush. I think the first match would probably be at Survivor Series, which isn't, that's not even that far away, to be honest. But uh, I think there's a lot of people that need to be revealed when it comes to Bray. A lot of backstories that are going to be needed. We need to explore a lot of relationships. So for me, Crown Jewel is way too soon. And um, so I would be doing an aiming at something for Survivor Series. Uh, no Carmelo Hayes, but this is good chance that he'll be in the main roster. Um, the Toxic Attraction, it wasn't bad. It just wasn't anything. What's happened with Tiffany Stratton? Last match I saw was a street fight against Wendy Chu. She got injured in that match. So uh, she's been out with, I don't know what the injury is, but she's been out with injury. Rock's daughter made her surprise debut. No toxic attraction, Cora Jade, Roxanne Perez. Uh, not sure. I don't think I have any bad points. Uh, Lions and Stark not winning the belts. Nikita and Zoe losing. The performance center phone call was someone's least favorite part. Nothing. It was an excellent NXT. Uh, no fate and Blade losing. The Toxic Attraction chat. Shotzi against Lash. The men's tag title match. Indy Hartwell versus uh, Sol Ruka is her name. Uh, Shotzi versus Lash. The men's tag match. Me not being there. The Toxic Girl chat. Toxic Attraction. Shotzi versus Legends. No Austin 316 in the chat. Uh, women's tag, not much. Joe Gacy, no idea and absolutely nothing. So, I mean, look, you can see people just really, really enjoyed this show and uh, totally understandable. I loved it as well. So there we go. That was this week's NXT review. Let's see what they've got for us next week. Awesome, guys. Thanks for watching and I will see you again next time. Bye for now.